The Eagles beating Jacksonville 24-18 on Sunday in Wembley Stadium in London. And now it's time for us to go in the trenches and talk about the Eagles' defensive performance. Hi, everyone. Dave Spadaro, Eagles insider, along with the Hall of Famer Brian Westbrook. And, Brian, I think we thought maybe the Eagles would stomp all over a Jacksonville offense that really wasn't productive. Mm -hmm. But on Sunday, Jacksonville did a really nice job. Love the game plan. Eagles defense, though, coming up with a timely takeaway and a huge stop on fourth down to finish the game and win it. I think last week we heard an awful lot about our defense not finishing. This week was a great example of what we did last year to secure a lot of wins. We take the ball away from the opposing offense, and we come up with good stops in important situations. We saw that uh, yesterday in London. That's something that this defense certainly is capable of doing, not something that we've seen in a couple of weeks previous. And now we're back to that point. This is a great place for this, this, this Philadelphia defense. You know, instead of really focusing too much on Eagles-Jacksonville, I'd like to kind of talk about the Eagles defense mm-hmm. through eight games and what do you see and kind of how they can get better moving forward. The front four takes a hit with Derek Barnett out yes. for the season. Yeah. Josh Sweat active. But more play from Brandon Graham, more from Chris Long, who had a big game on Sunday, and more from Michael Bennett. Is that group up front, those pass rushers, enough down the stretch here? Well, I think last week I told you Michael Bennett had his best game. I think he continued up that hill this week, did a very good job as far as affecting the quarterback, making him get outside the pocket. Chris Long played certainly played his best game of the season. Sweat will come along and continue to get better with his opportunities. This defensive front, as we say every single week, is the key to victory for for our defense. I think they made Blake Bortles get outside the pocket. I think they got him off his spot. Now, this is one thing we have to worry about defensively. When quarterbacks move, when quarterbacks are running, we have to have our, our, our linebackers, our D linemen chasing, being able to come up with the stop. We will see that against Dak Prescott. We will see a quarterback that's willing to run the football down the field. Now, in the secondary, with the injuries, with the moving different, the different moving pieces, we have to make sure that we're assignment correct. We have to make sure that everyone knows, hey, you're playing cornerback now, you have to do this. You're playing safety now, you have to do that. We have to understand exactly what we're supposed to do, and we do that efficiently. This defense continues to get better and better and better. And all of those injuries, well, another one on Sunday, Jalen Mills goes out of the game with an ankle injury. But Rasul Douglas, second-year player, had an opportunity to play, and I thought he played very well, showing some speed down the field, playing physical at the line of scrimmage, and hopefully for him, gaining some confidence, some trust from the coaching staff. What got Rasul Douglas drafted here was his ability. He was a ball hawk. I mean, his ability to affect the pass game because of his long arms. And I'm not just talking about any time he gets the ball in his hands. Quarterbacks have to find a way to throw the ball around him because of where he's at, his position, and things like that. That's something he excels at. He needs more confidence and more reps. In any business, you need more reps, and the more reps you have, the better you're going to be. Rasul Douglas will continue to get better with his opportunities. The problem is he doesn't know when those opportunities are going to come and what position he'll play when those opportunities do come. And so he'll, get, he'll continue to get better over this next two-week process. You have the scout team and you have different looks with film and your coaches getting together. They need to explain to Rasul, this is what you're going to be doing. This is what we expect of you. You, These are your strong suits and let's play to those. And I think Jim Swartz as a defensive play caller will continue to live with those things on the back end as well. And I continue to be impressed with Avante Maddox who had a key third down stop early in the game. And then the big tackle and the forced fumble that Malcolm Jenkins recovered. Mm -hmm. The Eagles offense turned that into seven points and Avante Maddox is playing out of position. He's learning the safety position, and yet you don't really see him 
with a lot of mental mistakes. Yeah, he's not going to make a lot of mistakes as far as coverage-wise. And yesterday we saw something, him throwing his body around. I mean, he's a small guy. He's my size. He's a small guy playing defense against some big-time running backs and receivers. He's throwing his body around. That physical presence in that back end is something that we definitely need. He's done a very good job. And I think it's also important here to kind of single out one player. That's middle linebacker Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks on Sunday, 12 tackles, one and a half sacks, tackle for loss. He's back in the lineup. He's healthy. We knock on wood. We want him to stay there because he's such an important part of what the Eagles do from a cerebral standpoint and from a physical standpoint. can play out there for three downs, sideline to sideline, gets to the football, and we see him now maybe being used on the blitz a little bit more, and he was very effective. Well, the blitz is an important part of what happened yesterday. I think Jim Swartz took some chances yesterday, and that was impressive because they got home. Malcolm Jenkins affected the game. He affected the way Blake Bortles played. But I, you're absolutely right. Jordan Hicks is the, the glue to that defense. He affects the game and the run game and the pass game. And getting to the quarterback on those blitzes, getting home. The only way that a defensive coordinator continues to call blitz is if you get home. We did a very good job yesterday. Jordan was a big part of that. And, and let's also understand that while it was a good defensive performance, a little luck, too, as the Jaguars wide receiver, G.J. Yeah. Shark, yeah. dropped an open pass in the end zone. Could have made a big difference, but... We don't care about that. Mistakes like that happen. Eagles defense prevails and in the end gets off the field and saves the day for the Eagles. Now, as we look ahead here, Brian, what do you want to see from the Eagles defense in these final regular season games? Certainly have to get a little bit more healthy on the back and figure, figure that out. I think we need to continue to develop these young players on the defensive line. Sweat, he's going to have to play. He's going to have to make an impact. Um, and, and this is a situation where it happens every year to teams. Guys get hurt, starters, second-string second guys, third-string guys have to come in and make an impact. We saw it here last year. Jason Peters get hurt. Jordan Hicks gets hurt. Uh, Darren Sproles get hurt. A lot of different guys got hurt, but the second-string guys stepped in and played well. This is an opportunity for a young man that hasn't had a lot of playing experience. Now he has to step in and get better. And I think the coaches have to understand, okay, what guys' shrimps are. And you have to play to those strengths in these games moving forward. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see the chess match that goes on as Jim Schwartz strategizes against the very tough back end of this 2018 regular season schedule. For Brian Westbrook, I'm Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining us on In the Trenches.